0: Grand Rising, wishing you peace of mind, much peace, blessings, joy, safety, and all that good. Chat! (laughs) Welcome. You are listening to the BB Globe Podcast, Season 4, Episode 3, and I am the hostess with the mostest, BB Globe. Grand Rising, how are you feeling today? Today just so happens to be a two-part gift. One, it is my youngest son's birthday. And two, it is Labor Day. And boy, was it labor. 2022. Where have the time gone, hmm? So, just to recap, from the last episode, well, it's a recap uh, summary. From the last episode, please don't underestimate the power of someone else's envy, jealousy, and hatred. I use my own personal experiences to show you that just because people have have been indicted to be family doesn't mean you have to accept the abuse and the bullshit. There are ways to dismantle the system. There are ways to get away from it, to migrate away from it to a better environment, even if that environment is a lonely environment. Oftentimes, when you're bombarded 24-7, seven days a week for, gener- for years, you know, much less generations because this kind of madness is not normal, okay? Just like food, you leave madness in the brine of envy and hatred and it will just cure. And I don't mean cure as in it'll just subside. No, you have to kill it by any means necessary. Anyway, I just so happen to be fortunate enough and picked by my own Lord to be in this environment to have to do so. There are too many people in my family to be accepting bad behavior. But the thing about it is when you accept the ill will, when you accept bad behavior, when you accept ill intent and all that and contentment, then you become it. You are what you consume. We consume through our senses. We consume through what we see. We consume through what we smell. We consume through what we taste. We consume through what we feel. You know how? You even consume through what you know. You know? And so, so on and so forth. Everything is being recorded. And it gets recorded into your DNA. And for those of you who do not want to be the bad egg of a generation... Because the rules still apply. Whatever you put out, you get back a hundredfold, fold, ten tenfold. However you want to put it, it doesn't matter the number of folds. The fact is, it hurts when it comes back, lest you be righteous. But again, even the righteous catch hell from the environment, from the neighbor, from the family. It doesn't matter. But are you among those who will tolerate it ingest it and become it honestly toxic behavior is a virus it's a dis-ease and there's no good end to it you can have lovely adventures great adventures if you love causing pain and strife but when it comes back to you anyway When it comes back to you, beware, you know, and the narcissist and the sociopath in you and those of you who have that, those traits and, you know, enjoy that behavior, what happens is then you try to trick someone. You can, you can play somebody's emotions and, and mind so much before they cut you off. And that's what I do. So I just wanted to let you know it is possible Without the guilt, you cannot, cannot, cannot entertain bad behavior except that you're a student of it. And your end result will never be pretty. Never be pretty. Everyone gets judged. Whether you believe or don't. It doesn't matter. But um, I've put forth in motion um, severance. Of a bad generation, and I have gotten no support from anyone, and but everybody knows better. So I just decided, cool, I'm letting you all go. So I bought a really nice severance gift, and I paid for some good packaging and some a gift box bag and a card. And I've, of course, prescribed two surahs, surah jinn and surah Al Kafirun. Now surah of course, it talks about just that, the jinn. Their beginning, their characteristics, what happened. And then, of course, you have Al Kafirun, which is the ungrateful. And it's a warning and a prescription at the same time. Now, everybody, people can judge people by the sins that they've done for to themselves. But what about those who do sins unto others and take their rights away? What about those? Those are the main people that you will find that they'll dish out all the garbage, make you feel horrible, hurt you, everything in every way imaginable. They're just offensive to wake up in the morning. But as soon as you dish it back to them, or even let's say you don't give them back the bad behavior, you ignore them. You carry on your life. You leave them alone. You isolate yourself from them. Wah, wah, wah. And that's all it is. They cry the loudest. They want all their rights in this world. Who don't know people like that? Especially these days? With the calamities the whole world is 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 enduring, really? Yeah, all right. You ain't got the time. There's gonna be a time where religion is going to be outlawed again in this country, but around the world, it's going to be to the point where people don't even believe in it because it's deceived people. People been used through it. People been hurt through it. People been been violated through it and then you're going to cause people to turn away from the that religion itself. Some people will keep the traditions, you know, faint-heartedly like, okay, I'm going to believe, but I'm going to do this on my, you know, personally in my own time. I'm not going to do this out in the public because you can get hurt. I should know. I lived it as a little girl. But the only difference is people outside didn't understand. They just wanted everybody to be the same, assimilate That's what the powers of B wanted to wanted. But what happened that after a while, education ensued. They learned they couldn't make victims anymore. People were fed up. So they got their asses beat and rightfully so. And then information started coming out about it. You had little movies that came out about it. And all of a sudden, now everybody wants to be that religion. Okay, cool. But then the manipulation from the preacher to the people and then from the people to the women and children. Nobody want to talk about the harm and the detriment and, and how, how far back they've set the community. You don't want to talk about how much money you stole from, from the people, the rights you stole, the women you've killed, the children you've killed. You've murdered them spiritually and physically. Nobody want to talk about those because everybody's guilty. But yet now we're talking about, oh, now this race want to be with that race. Now then no, shut the fuck up. You know, the most hypocritical so-called people, um, race if you want to call it, but the most hypocritical people in the world are people that, I, that, that, um, that are mark my community. Muslims and black people. Most hypocritical. When, you, when it's time for you to benefit, if you think you're benefiting, you're all in it. you showing your ass. But when somebody else is benefiting from it or what have you, you want to talk shit. Oh, this person's a self-hater. You're a self-hater. Look at you. What did you put forth? What are your aspirations? What did you do? What have your, potent, your What have your potential energy made kinetic? answer that. Look at yourself in a mirror and answer that. I don't want to hear, oh, I got this job. I'm helping some a, a business owner grow his stuff. What'd you do for your family? What'd you do for yourself? Slaves know who their masters are. Let's not get that misunderstood. All right. So that's the recap. Don't take the BS from nobody, not family, not so-called friends, not nobody, not the government, not neighbors. Nobody has a right to abuse you. No one has the right to use you. No one has the right to offend you, to knock you off your piece, except that you invited in. You invited in, that's on you. But outside of that, if it's not warranted, it's not there for you. Move on. Never be afraid to move on. When your whole community comes against you, you move, migrate, go somewhere where you can exist peacefully with a peace of mind. And that's pretty much all I got to say about the recap. Thank you for listening. Now on to today's show. Today's show is once again about gratitude. What is gratitude? How do you obtain it? Because, honestly, since 2020, since 2019, for many of us, since for a long time, honestly. But, I mean, from this global calamity. Since 2020, people have been numbed out. They've had been worn down. It's to the point where people can't feel anything. So, they have to act out in a drastic manner. They have to... Force their emotions because they can't feel. You know, some people, they feeling too much. So they have to dull the senses. They have to, you know, um, drink, smoke, whatever. It's a shame. But people are feeling trapped on this earth. You know, and the question has always been. And look in the mirror when you ask this question to yourself. Do I deserve my leaders? Not a matter of, oh, can I get them removed? Or what can I do to get them out of here? No. Who do I want to vote for? No. Do you deserve your leaders? How many of you really read up on, study, and do the research as to who your, your candidates uh, serve? Because everybody's a slave to something, someone. And everyone serves something, someone. But the question still remains, though, do you deserve your leaders? You know, the privilege is just too great. Mankind just can't chill, can't behave. The privilege is too great. Do you deserve your leaders? Because oftentimes, people, a people, some people, most people, the world people, get someone you know, voted into office or inducted or inherited, however you want to put it. But you're in office, you're in charge of all these people's livelihood, and you got to deal with the different responsibilities you have to these people. You being a leader is that you're the biggest public servant. You're not here to get rich and make your mark in history in a selfish manner. You're here to serve people. We're not here to encourage Hitler behavior or Mussolini behavior or pharaonic behavior. To objectify a people for everyone to feel comfortable and then and, and eat off their backs. That's selfish and, and savage and it's not even like you're doing it the right way. Where oh, you're doing it to a people that um, that was already in this, you know, in this world wasteful. So it's they're prisoners of war. No, you committed a lot of atrocities, and one of the main atrocities is that these these people are still trying to figure out who the hell they are. So what do they do? They just meld into the world, meld into the property, meld into the to the country, whatever. But do they have the right? to have a voice, and truth is, on many, with many leaders, you will never, you're a peon, you're expendable. And then you look down at the people and you see people treating other people like this. We've seen movies where, for example, a career trained people to think like that, to be cold-blooded, take advantage, and just you know look out for A number one while you hurt everyone else. And, you know, you tend to see somebody like that with a God complex, um, your doctor, there's always a specialist in the hospital that's trying to be a superstar, sleeping with all the nurses and all that, got a wife and kids at home that he's ignoring, but he got a vacation home that he got one of his hoes laying in, same thing with lawyers, um, lawyer, you've seen movies about lawyers like that. You've seen Wall Street people like that. And Wall Street people, I I tend to understand a little more because they're just hustlers. And a lot of them, and I know because I helped a lot of street hustlers get out of the drug game safely and into Wall Street. And when people have been, uh, I guess, isolated for so long, they're not even paying attention to the outside world. They're on this corner and this corner only. They live out here. They eating junk food. You know, Chinese restaurant food, Spanish food, Jamaican food. All that trash is garbage. They don't eat that shit at home. They eat real vegetables. They don't get eat that canned stuff. But it's supposed to be just a treat. Not a way of life. And when a community is stripped, taken apart, killed, <clears throat> and reduced down to... A cemetery. That's all you can expect from them is death talk. Is dead dreams, killing of dreams. They do it all the time. Now they do it to children. I've watched my own mother do it. Destroy dreams of certain children of certain um certain people. And then you pick up the, the dreams of the ones who are not are 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 just harmful people. They hurt other kid they hurt other kids. They steal from them. They lie on them, you know, and you're going to fancy those with the spirit that you, that you share. So it is what it is, but you have to understand that there's a cure for everything. Number one, anything created, the cure is death for real, for real. But as far as to stay alive, there's a cure for everything. There's a cure for loneliness. There's a cure for and believe it or not the cure for loneliness is not to find another motherfucker at all there's a cure for loneliness there's a reason why people who meditate are always alone they have beauty to look at they learn to grind and put in that patience and discipline and then you got some animal-minded people animal at heart who don't like that they need the chaos And most of them are your local preachers. Whether you're Christian, Muslim, Jewish. The tides have turned. And it's up to the people. Who are righteous. Who know better. To stand up and say that's not right. I'm not supporting that. Because they will miss your dollars. They will always miss your dollars. Because all you're going to do is consume and consume and consume. Until the light blow out. Just go to South Jamaica Queens. There's a mosque. Right up on Suffern Boulevard. Somewhere down there. Straight down. And... You have taken advantage of the people so bad that your, your original members are old now. They don't care about you, so they're not putting any money into you. But you didn't realize that time is of the essence. You can't do this forever. The young people who came from those old people, they had to leave their parents alone because they were toxic and poisonous. You can't grow in that. These people haven't seen their kids since they were teenagers. Before, oh, I don't need you. I don't need you. I can have more kids. But then the uglier you got, everybody can feel it, smell it, see it. So now you're alone in a busy city and you wonder why. I've known a preacher to hide a whole family for 20 years. His wife knew about it, but this bitch is screaming out as if she didn't know about it because she wanted all the sympathy and shit. And the only person who cared was my mother. You know, two bitter old women. But one was warranted. She got sucked dry. And she allowed it. You know, and the other one, that's just her preference. That's who she is. She sucked herself dry, allowed herself to get sucked dry. Now she want to pay it forward. You know, and I'm not backbiting or slandering. No, this is a prescription. You have to be disgusted of disgusting behavior. You don't allow it. Because what you allow, what you make excuses for, what you okay, that is recorded. You're consuming that, and then you become it. It's like a vampire. They can't come in your house without permission, but as soon as you invite them in, they will not deceive you to bite the shit out of you and to take what they can. They, can, they have two options. They can, they can suck you dry, and that's it. They just killed you. It's murder. Or they suck you enough till they they can sustain them their own life. But now here you are and you're turning into a vampire. That's the exact same bullshit. Same rules. Same thing. Exact same thing. Just worse. So, at the end of the day, however you look at it, you got people who think they are so fluent and so good at using people that nobody can see them. And may well you do. May maybe. You may well do. But fear when that person wakes up. Cause your selfishness is every all of this nastiness, it's like it's like it's a drug of its own. You don't need to be on crack, heroin, meth, uh, fentanyl. You don't need to be on any of those drugs. I mean, for the the lust and the um and the the upkeep of that habit, yeah, you form those characteristics. But before there was any drugs, any plant mind altering anything, toads licking, you know, frogs. Before there was any of that, there was people who were were of sober mind, and they lost, they got mind from envy, jealousy, and nasty and spite. And you have to recognize that you do not, you do not have the right to ignore it, knowing that all they're going to do is harm somebody else, especially the defenseless. It is your job, because if you do not defend the situation or and, and, have, and don't feel bad about it, you will become that regardless. And then what? Because what happens is maybe that person got away with it. Maybe that person seemed to have died quietly and peaceful, but you, the world will see you and people will treat you accordingly, especially good people. They can smell and feel bad energy anywhere. Your spirit stinks, your soul stinks, and they will give you a hard time. And what are you going to say? Oh, such and such got away with it. That's because you were in charge to check them and you didn't. So now they got a pass. They get their own torture in the grave and on a day of judgment, but you don't see that. What you see is what you wanted to see. Oh, I could treat people like shit and get away with it. I mean, go ahead and try that at a crowded bus stop in New York. I've seen people get noses broken, jaws broken, faces broken, all kinds of stuff. Stomp down with the Tim's. Especially don't get it, don't don't get it twisted in the wintertime. Get humble. You know? The envy. You can't even watch a music video to say, wow, that rapper made it. Oh man, he's talented. You can you don't get that no more. You get if he could do it, I could do it. And then you go out there and doing more dirt than he does, has ever done. For attention. Attention. Money has never been a problem in the hood even if you even if you felt like you were poor you didn't buy above your means i remember when you know when i was growing up we used to go shopping in groups of course but you had other people going shopping they couldn't afford the clothes on the mannequin they see the price they'll wait 2 weeks and or 3 weeks or a month until those same clothes are right there on the rack and on a discount now People give a rat ass about what other people think. No. Stay home and take care of yourself. You can't stay home because it's too crowded. Rent out a hotel room. Go to a warehouse. Get a job where you're working by yourself. Security helps where you can walk those halls by yourself. With a nightstick or pepper spray or something. You know? Your mate is causing confusion. Let him go. You know what they say. If you let it go and it comes back, it was, you know, it was never lost. It will forever be yours. Or if you let it go and it never, and it doesn't come back, it was never yours to begin with. You know, one of my favorite songs that's, that talks about that is Heather Headley. Love her, love her music. I mean, I followed her music into gospel. Cause that's a powerful voice and the music. And, and I agree with her But well, she did an interview one time and she was saying that she's not, she doesn't like mainstream music because the industry is about lust and this and that. And, you know, she don't want to be a part of that. And why not? Everybody was talking trash about her. Oh, she married a white man. Oh, she went to gospel. She's what man. Gospel is where the good voices came from. Gospel being in church where you got trained. That's where the good voices come from. What you mean? She just went back home. You know, but people trashed her and didn't buy no albums and, you know, not saying, you know, people don't have a choice or a prerogative. You do. However, you're a hypocrite. And the black community just, just let it happen. But I'm grateful and glad that she got married, had a child. I think she had a child. But she got married and she's happy with that maybe the world did change for the better that race doesn't matter you know you see these couples and everything that doesn't mean you have the right to abuse them what do they what do you know about them personally for you to abuse a couple that comes from two parts of different two different uh, cultures two different worlds mind your business that's their challenge you know, everybody want to God, want to be God, but everybody forgets God has to judge everybody. We're all slaves. We're all His slaves, whether you are voluntary or not. But He'll have you hollering for God. I've seen it all the time. The most toughest people, the shit talking as people, the you know, the whatever. You know, as soon as they get sick or they or or a little pain come to them, God. So I was married to one of those, talking mad shit, neglecting your family, all that. Sleeping with other women, all that. Okay, so you got people who will cover for you. But look at them now. What's their life like? Or, you know, can they come back to their families and be taken care of? Some of them, maybe their families are better than me. So they take them back. But no, the world is too vast and too great. To settle down with trash and nothingness and punishment and envy and hatred. No, you feel like that about yourself. That's why you're treating me like that. So I had to go. I left. People are not mad at, at me doing heinous anything. People are mad because I left them alone. Because now you got to deal with yourself. You're tortured. Then you got to find somebody else who's just as effed up in the head and emotionally that they can accept you. And may well. May well. Go right on ahead. I set you free. I left. Everybody in a mama can tell me how I ain't shit. Can tell me why I think I'm perfect. Everybody in a mama. But as soon as I walk out that door. Whoa, 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 whoa. Holla, holla, holla. Holla, holla, holla. Like the song. Now. Let's negotiate about this. You may not be shit, but I'm still here willing to work with you. No, player, I ain't shit, I ain't shit, I ain't shit. I'm out. You take care. I hope you find somebody better for you. And then who they end up with, who they're trapped with. Because they can't take care of themselves. They can't wipe their own ass. You know, who they trap trapped with. The ugliest bitch, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, themselves. With boobs or barely boobs. They're with themselves. You know? And I remember when I was growing up, coming to the, to the masjid all the time. And during Ramadan, I hated coming to the masjid during Ramadan. Not to be nasty, but it was nasty. Because these brothers would bring in their wives, and you could see from their physical attributes why they married them. These weren't pretty women. It was like they were obligated to ma- marry these ugly women. One woman had lips so damn big, she drooled. And it wasn't a disability. But obviously, the dude, it was obvious because she had, a, it looked like she was ready to grow a goatee because of the bruising. So he obviously punched her in the face a lot. She, you know, she had, you know, but even if it if it wasn't hereditary, because I think he ended up getting divorced from her and whatnot. And you know her face went back to normal, but her lips were naturally big, you know, and it was just a bad feature. Oh, that's my opinion anyway. I, it, it, but anybody who wanted to marry her had that misconception that she was great at sucking dick because her lips were so big. She didn't try to make anything look better about it, even when she talked. When I mean, even when she she ate, she talked her food flying out of her mouth. I can understand once, twice, you know. But no, it was always happening. So nobody wanted to sit next to her or, or, the, or the families, especially my mother, would, would force her own kids to sit next to her so she don't have to deal with it. No, check this bitch. Have her wear a mask or how about eat your fucking food? The conversation not going nowhere. Everybody sitting on the goddamn floor. But no, it was just so disgusting to me. That women were such a, com- not even a commodity. They were like, it was like buying candy. Oh, I got a blue one. I got a red one. I got a purple one. I got an orange one. I'll trade you this, this yellow one. I'll trade you this green apple one. It was disgusting. You know? And I'm not talking about people with disabilities or nothing like that. No. If something was out of place, it was made out of place. That's what I'm talking about. So read into it how you want to get your feelings hurt and then look your ass in the mirror. Look yourself in the mirror and say, I am smart. I am a beautiful person. I am a capable person. I work hard and you say this every day. You say it, I mean, the best way to say it, time it according to your food. Before you go and cook or after you cook, You go in the bathroom or wherever you find a mirror and you say those things to yourself. And then you go and you eat. Maybe even pray, hey, you know, but then you go ahead lunchtime or next time you got to use the bathroom, you go do your business. Clean up behind yourself and then you look in that mirror and you say the same thing I am smart. I am capable. I am able. I am a hard worker. And then the next time you, you go to the bathroom, before or after dinner, and you do that, you do that three times a day by itself. Hell, you do it one time a day. Change your world. Change your world. But be miserable if that's what you want for yourself. Don't be miserable because somebody put you there. If you feel horrible of how they feel making you feel, you have the right to change it. You a kid? I'm sorry, I, I don't have any ex- advice to you except to, to report it to some caseworkers or whatever. Because people should be in jail for child abuse. People should be doing public service. Picking up the trash in their own community. Remember that, that, that potato chip bag that you thought you were so cute with your nails new done? Yeah, now you, can, now you got a chance to pick it up. Everybody wants something good coming to them, but you don't give nothing out good. Everybody waiting for a damn stimulus package. How about you stimulus your mind? How about you stimulate your mind? Stimulate your body? You don't want to work for nobody? Cool, start a business. What do people need? You don't know what people need? Stand on the corner like anybody else used to do. Or put a little table out with a tablecloth. And you, you just, people walking past, you, you ask them for one minute of their time. What is needed in your community? Where do you live? What is needed? Somebody, it can be, oh, there's a there's a junkyard right next door to my house bringing down the value. I need, we need somebody to clean up that, that lot. Oh, there's drug dealers on the block. Start a block association. Because one person may not have enough clout. For the cops to say, who? Let me search him. It's not a stop and frisk. He's been reported to be a drug dealer. Let me see what he got and I'll take him in. Okay, that can happen once or twice. But then you need an association to get that person off of that corner forever. You need like-minded people in a group. Don't underestimate that. You don't got to like them personally. You just have to have a common goal, a common goal. When it feels like somebody is using you, you have the right to check them, ask them. You have a right. They're they're, they're trying to part you from your possessions, from your hard-earned stuff. You have the right. And let's say they say no, because they always do. No, what? I'm so hurt that you would think so. But yet, every time you go out to eat, this motherfucker want to eat too. Every time you got something, this motherfucker need help on everything. But they never contribute nothing back. And if they do, it's a point zero 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 one percent of what the fuck you do for them. So you cut them the fuck off. Unless you like the attention and you need somebody around like that. Pathetic, but okay. Start a group. Start a... Start a resource center. You don't got to use your money. The state, the federal, they all got that. But no, because you wholeheartedly don't want to make nothing better. You are among the sledge. That's a problem. Don't be among the sledge. We all still getting judged. Man, I remember so many people in the hood. By the time I was graduating high school, people wanted me to come and see Moe and Joe Black and, and Pookie and peanutting them when they, they on a deathbed or, or they sick in the hospital. No. I ain't coming to see them niggas for what? What you doing? What, you, what did you do for the community? Ancient people always want the most attention. But you give nothing. Disgusting. No. I'm not coming to see them motherfuckers. No, die. Get buried. You need to die out. I hope the next generation knows better. But nobody sees it that way. Oh, how cold? You cold, you cold, you wrong for saying that. No, you a user and an abuser. Because what did Moe and Joe Black and Pookie and Peanut and them do? Sell drugs in the community? Help kill people? Promising young minds? Gun fights and stuff? You can't even shoot with your skinny ass. But you can kill babies. You can kill people at their, di- at, at their dinner table. You can kill grandma and she's taking a, 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 a pie out the oven. No, you're a coward. You're trash. And it's the government's fault. People like that, if I was in charge of anything, um, I would start a, a job squad and kidnap hood niggas. Right off the corner, drug dealers gangsters punks kidnap them right off the street drop squad their ass and put them right there in the military you you want to use guns we got plenty of them but we're going to use it, we're going to learn to use them against our enemies instead you got them all in the in the hood killing everybody and just like slavery you, you're you committing more atrocities and you're getting worse karma and the economy is falling and trashing out because you're taking things unrighteously through force unrighteously instead of educating somebody and bringing it all up but no because there's there's money in atrocities And all this was an experiment to see if you could do it to other people. We'll do it to people here, and then we're going to spread it across the world. Now people get it. Before you tell them, Nah, that's not happening. That sounds like a movie. What do you think the movies are inspired by? Nobody has that great of an imagination. There's truth in a lot of it, but anything not to put effort to doing the better thing, anything not to bear responsibility, anything. I talked to my sister on the phone yesterday and she was talking about how a part of the conversation. Anyway, she mentioned how she was sitting with a friend in another neighborhood. And they were just watching people walk by as they sitting on the bench or something. Talking and eating. And the person said. You know. It's not right. They should arrest the people that. Um, that wear these brand name clothes. Which cost a lot of money. But do on welfare. And my sister was like. Oh, you shouldn't say that because maybe it's not theirs. And, I, and I, t- I, had, I had to stop her right there. I said, you know, you need to cut that shit out. You need to allow people to, to recognize and acknowledge the wrongs in their community so they can change it. The reason why communities don't change is because people like you make it okay. You always giving the excuses to the criminals. Yeah, that's what's going on. It was going on in your fucking community. I remember when my sister did, you know, she had my, my nephew. And before she got a job, she had to go to the welfare office to fill out a form. Because she was fresh out of high school. And my mom wasn't shit. But she went to apply and we were taught when you apply for anything, assistance, a job, whatever, you put on a suit or at least a tunic and some pants that you can, you can iron a crease into, but you come correct. We go to the welfare office, everybody in there wearing Puma, Nike, Fila, Adidas, Jordans. We look like we crawled out of a Goodwill bag but we didn't care. We were clean. We, we looked better anyway. But people walking around with a Gucci bag. And then what happened? Then what happened? You go see the, the caseworker. You see her stamping approval to everybody's application. The baby even wearing brand name stuff. Osh, Kosh, Gosh and all that. But they get $1,000 in food stamps. It's just them and the baby. They get this, they get that. Hell, they even got job assistance. My sister gets called up. We come there. And. Apparently. Um. The caseworker's giving her a fucking problem. Oh, I don't know. You look nice. Com- you know, compared to all these people, they, they're they from the hood, but you look nice. How do I know you're, you really need the money? Now, of course, because I was there, I guess she was, you know, she was being meek and stuff. So we end up taking an application home with us because it's better to just mail it in. Fuck them bitches. They act like you're taking money right out their pocket, but they got the trifecta going on. They got food stamp cash assistance and they getting and they're, they get getting free schooling. Actually the the quad because them bitches got that job and still getting paid and still collecting taxes. But you legitimately need the system and they want to make you feel like you don't need it because you're too respectable. So Later on, we, of course, had to call that 800 number and complain big time. Called the, We called the New York City branch and complained. Let them know what was going on because, of course, you still have it. Foreigners work in American agencies and they help their own. American citizens can't even get their own damn paperwork. Can't get their own paperwork. Not from their own country. Their own city. Nothing. Can't get your own paperwork. But a foreigner can get theirs. Injustices. Are we learning anything? Are we learning anything? You know? So. If you're being treated where you are. Horribly. Go for help. There are shelters. There are precincts. Go for the help. Don't fear or somebody might take advantage of me. Okay. Then learn how to defend yourself. You have the right to buy some pepper spray, not mace, pepper spray. You have the right to let security know I don't feel safe. Can I get an escort somewhere? If security takes advantage of you and harms you, you're in a better advantage than you ever think you would be. It feels like shit, but you report it. Do the right thing. If you witness somebody being mistreated or attacked or abused, you report it. It's the right thing to do. You don't watch it like it's just another program because when it comes back to you, I remember... There was always people in the neighborhood, somebody getting into a fight because they're getting robbed. You're watching them get robbed. You don't even help. You don't even call the cops. You don't do nothing. You're watching it and you're laughing. Then, you know, or a woman getting raped or something. And it happened. It used to happen. People standing there talking, even in crowds. Person screaming for dear God. And you just sitting there watching it and laughing. No, I'm not getting into that. I'm not getting into that. And then when it's over, you turn your back, but you watch the show. I remember everybody was, something happened. Everybody was watching. And then, of course, I had to go and secretly call the cops. And then after that, even when the cops asked, because I was a little girl, I told them everything that I know that happened. And of course, we had to talk to the lady and reassure her that help is here. You're not by yourself. I already told what I what I saw, and I didn't really see much because I was coming from school. That happened well before school let out. But what I did see, when when um, my father did allow us to have a phone one time, I went in there, act like I didn't see anything, asked a couple of questions with the neighbors, and they they're like, I don't know, I don't know, but they're watching. Some of them have more more information than others. So I knew who they were. So I knew to, to tell the cops who, who said what. Came in the house and I called the cops. I couldn't alert my mother or anybody because, again, I was in an unhealthy environment where people, where people victimized people from the small things to the large things and the bad guys. But I snuck in there, called the cops, didn't tell them my name, and told them, you know, the cops came out. And finally, that they slow asses, cowards. And they are uh, trying to get information from the grownups. And they knew they were out there all day because they're out there all day, every day. Nobody had a job. It wasn't cool to have a job. But anyway, everybody's like, no, we didn't see anything. What are you talking about? The woman sitting there, scratches on her, bleeding and all that. I didn't know the t- person who, who attacked her. But when the cops finally came, I walked them around the corner and I told them everything. And I told them all the names of all the people and what they were wearing. And they got pulled in. You should be. Honestly, they all should have gotten arrested. They all end up telling the truth and everything. But that's the community we lived in. Self-sabotage. Hatred. Self-hatred disgusting just criminal minds always entertained and then we fast forward 40 years later and here come 50 cent come out and he's admitting he gets more props for selling drugs and killing people in a community than he does that um that than he does being an intelligent person because he's very creative he has imagination you know but he's a fucking killer and nobody wants to talk about it cuz it's cool it's cool you gangster all right he's not doing that now but look at what you look at the tombstones you built your life on be careful cuz even when things come back at you it doesn't come back at you one event it comes back at you in degrees and that's why people get changed in degrees. It's like constantly, it's like you go to a calculator and you and you click two times two and you keep clicking the equal button. Keep clicking the equal button. The numbers keep going up and going up and going up until you get to the decimals, till you get to the percentage, till you get to the whatever. The numbers keep going up. That's what it is. Degrees. Now imagine being hit like that every day, all day. Boom. a degree of something hits you. You don't want that bad energy because it changes you. It transforms you. Can you come back down? Redemption is always available, but you got to want it and you got to work for it because as much garbage as you put in to make the environment you have is as, is hard as you have is it's exactly as hard as you have to work to undo that shit to repair that shit and you got cowards who just won't do it they're going to just die just die knowing that they hurt you a people destroy the community okay if you're if you're satisfied with that if that's your goal enjoy the calamities of the of death Go ahead, because life is but a dream. Death is your reality. So, for the ones who cause the pain, for the ones who cause harm, for the ones who afflict others, redemption is possible. You can come back from that. You can pay the good shit forward. After you learn it, you have to learn discipline. You have to gain patience. You have to grow it, cultivate it, stretch it, expand it, evolve it. Redemption is possible. Redemption is possible. Redemption is possible. I don't care if nobody else forgives you in the world. I don't care. You still work hard for that redemption. That's your right, that's your responsibility. That's everybody else's right. And for those who've been hurt, don't change into the abuser. Don't pay it forward. You have to ask yourself for forgiveness because there's a lot of shit that you allowed. A lot of steps that you allowed. You over-accommodated. You made excuses. You lied for them. You ignored it. You turned the other cheek. You... You turned your back. You turned a blind eye. You got to forgive yourself. And then you got to work towards um, redemption. You have the right to confront the bully. The people, the system. You have the right. Because even though we we all have different tribes, different countries, different cities, different worlds... You still cannot do it all by your mofo and self. Get your ish together. Because everything has its end point. Whether it's a demise or whether it's a sweet sorrow. Though I encourage you to the right, to the latter. You know? Remember the movie Thinner? with uh john lithgow remember how that curse spread towards everybody and there were people who already ran up their luck anyway before all that happened what did the gypsy man the gypsy shaman say to the fat guy die clean white man and that's my advice to everyone not just the white man die clean Die clean. Die clean. Ask for all the repentance, all the redemption that you can do now. Get it in now. Because when that angel of death come, ain't nothing going to be pretty. I've seen a couple of people on their deathbed. Not a pretty show. You you don't ever want to watch somebody on their deathbed. Hell, you don't want nobody to watch you on your deathbed. That's some intimate time between you, your God, and maybe Satan himself. Because they're all coming back at you. And some angels. They'll visit you one last time in this world. Before you cross over to another dimension. But die clean. Anyway. That's enough for. The BB Globe Podcast. Wishing you much peace of mind. Love. Safety. Joy. And much peace in your environment. As well as your personal environment. Within yourself. Manifest the good. Do great things. Solve humanitarian problems. Be a servant, a shepherd, not sheeple. We will be asked about all of this, questioned and judged. So make sure you're on the side that you want to be on. All right? All right. Wishing you some love, peace, and soul on the BB Glow Podcast. And as usual, I'm your host, the hostess with the mostest, BB Glow, hope to see you next time. Thank you for listening. Peace.